ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome to the most amazing interview show on the Information Superhighway! Now zooming to you live and simultaneously from two secret studio bunkers in dual time zones located somewhere south of Alaska, east of Area 51, north of Guantanamo. And if I give you one more clue, we'll all be in deep trouble. It's the amazing twin namesakes separated at birth, the two most famous guys not in witness protection. It's Coffee with Jim and James! Good morning to our LinkedIn community. Well, as you can see, this is going to be a very special edition of Coffee with Jim and James today. If you know me, white shirts embroidered are kind of my go-to. So if I wear a red shirt and if I have on a <clears throat> special hat, that'll give you a little indication as to what's coming up. And I'll throw these words in here. I'm going to ask, how is the North Pole? How many elves are working up there? And if I were to finally say, I may have sat in this man's lap and asked for a special present, I won't confirm or deny that, but we'll just let it go at that. As always, my brother, my partner in crime, Mr. James Cross is with us. James, did I cross any boundaries today or, or am I okay? Uh, I think that's more of an HR question. We'll have to get to that later, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> but no more than normal. I mean, uh, that's, that's your pretty standard intro at this point. But you might have noticed uh, we have a special guest, Mr. Red Shaw, is joining us today. EWN's own, at least for a few more days. Um, so, so it, it's my pleasure, really, to introduce Red Shaw. You might have realized the, the resemblance, and Red is actually a professional Santa character, and he's, he's retiring from EWN this week uh, as we record. And so, Red... It, it brings me so much joy to have you on today. Welcome to our show. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate the invite. It's getting close to that time, you guys. We're going to have to really watch our P's and Q's with the good and naughty nice list, but uh, just work towards a good finish. And guys, you've only got 149 days before Christmas gets here. So make sure you take care of your ladies. James, I have a lot of work to do in the next 148 days. A lot of, of reparations there. <laughs> Red, uh, I, I can't say any more than James just said. It's great having you on today, but um, let me kick this off. You've been with EWN Energy World Net for seven years. Yes, sir. Intricate part of the, the team. Um, you know, how did you find the company seven years ago? What, what brought <laughs> you to WN? What was it like? Give us a little of your, uh, your history. Tell a, thumb, a, story. Yeah. A, a thumbnail sketch of that is that we moved, my wife and I moved up here in 2004 for uh, caring for our parental units. They were starting to get a little older. And looking around Decatur, I thought, I'll never find anything in my field in this little town. That sounds like my story. Huh? So that sounds like my story. <laughs> and so anyway, uh, we were commuting a hundred plus miles a day back and forth. We're going down to the Metroplex and uh, having dinner with a couple one night. She mentioned, did you see that ad for a tech writer uh, in the paper? 
Well, I've given up reading the paper around here. It's so tiny. <laughs> and uh, I went back and pulled the paper out of the recycle bin and showed it to my wife. She said, that's you. You need to apply for it. So I did. Had a couple of sets of interviews the, with the owners of the company, uh, Dick and Sylvia Hornback, great people. And uh, I came in, it was uh, the, the week after the 4th of July in 2013. Wow. And uh, when I came in, it was just gangbusters. We, the, the way they put this thing together, we hit the floor running. Awesome. A great well, experience. So, so Red, um, you, you always tell, one, one of the things I was excited about you coming on is um, you're, you're one of those people that's been around, obviously, for a while at EWM. And, and there's, a lot, there's a lot of them, but you're one of them. And you were always one of the first ones to chime in as when we start telling stories and, and those, those fellowship times that we have a lot of. And you tell the story of how when you came on board, there was really 10 or 12 people, you know, in a room. And, uh, you know, for somebody like me who's been here about four years now, uh, going on five, and, and when I started, we had less than 40 people. And I, to me now looking around, that seems small. But to, to hear the stories out of you and, and other people that have been there for a long time and hear those 10 or 12 people in a room type of <laughs> conversations, you know, that's a lot of growth. You know, we've had exponential growth in the last five years in particular, in my opinion. But tell us, you know, peel back the curtain a little bit on what that looked like, you know, uh, when you joined the team with 10 or 12 people really doing the lion's share, if not all the work? Well, we all wore multiple hats. Had to in those days. Uh, Sounds like Jimmy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and uh, I see what you did there. And uh, it was one of the things that struck me was even at that early time in our uh, existence was the, I don't know what secret formula the Hornbacks and management used to pick the people that they did. But it was like sitting down with family. I mean, we all matched so well yep. that it was just incredible. And uh, one of the things that, you know, I'm, I'm used to working for companies that have hundreds, if not thousands of people in them. So you can kind of get lost in there. There's no way this big redheaded fat guy was going to, blend into the wall. So uh, we just got together. Uh, I had, uh, I shared my office with another writer and we bounced things back and forth off of each other. And it was just fantastic the way, it, I guess you'd say melded together. Yeah. You know, you know, it's interesting. Uh, it just popped in my head that uh, I saw a quote one time, people don't work for companies, they work for people. People work, yes. work with people. And when you and, have the right mix and that right chemistry, wow, is that powerful. Yeah. And I, I thought back to, uh, I owned my own business back in the 80s and part of the 90s. And we were family. And Working here has been the same way. You know everybody, you know, you've seen it grown. 
it's amazing process, but uh, it was one quick little add on to this is uh, I've never worked for a company before that uh, five o'clock for us was you'd be out the door. And when I heard uh, my boss, Myra jingling her keys, if I didn't start five minutes before shutting down, then I was going to be late getting out of there. <laughs> yeah, now that that is refreshing, and that that's always been an important thing since even since I've joined the team was really that. And when I say separation, I don't see it in a negative way. I see it as really um, you can't do your best work if you don't take that time to sharpen the saw. And uh, that we do that with our families. We do that at home. It doesn't mean that sometimes those things don't uh, cross paths or, or don't, um, you know, give or take along the way. I, I heard someone say before, it's not really a work-life balance. It's more of a work-life rhythm we get into. And sometimes that rhythm means we, we work a little bit more, but there's a lot of times when, like you said, we walk away at five o'clock and are able to really sharpen that saw. Mm-hmm. Um, Red, you, um, Needless to say, you've seen a lot of growth within our organization. Um, As we said, you walked into 10 or 12 people, and as you leave, I think we're pushing 80. Uh, That's that's unbelievable to see. And and what a weird way uh, to wrap this engagement up, right? Is is pivoted where, you know, uh, yeah, we have some people coming back into the offices. You're in the office today, but. You know, the last six, five, six months have been virtual. Um, what a weird way to, to put a cherry on top. But, but during that time, what, what is some of the growth you've seen and, and how, how those changes really have looked over the years as you came on board seven years ago and as you're walking out the door this week? Uh, the technology part of our, our company, you know, uh, keeping people's records and reminding them of when things are due, when people get need to update their qualifications and things like that. When we first, or when I first started, we had one IT guy and he was part-time and remote. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm not sure the numbers now, but uh, I think we've got about 10 or 12 just in IT right now. And they're some of the sharpest people on the block. They, they've, high skills. Our website and uh, the back end of our website is running so good right now. It was, uh, we only had one customer service person at, at seven years ago. We've got a whole uh, slew of customer service people. We get out there and take care of the people. That's uh, always been one of those things that uh, I've been always stressed is uh, customer service. Take care of those people outside because Amen. they're the ones that are paying your salary. Yeah. It's, it's, that's, it's point blank. That's what I used to instill upon my employees when I had my other business. Red, when, when you started 10, with 10 or 12 people around you, um, everybody was, was customer service at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was that's hard right. to, if the phone rang, uh, you know, if somebody wasn't around, all of a sudden you were thrust in that role. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's a and that's a big part of it. And something that's carried on from that period, I never realized or worked for a company that 
they didn't have an answering system. We, if, if you heard the phone ring, it better be picked up within three rings. Right. If you don't have the answer, turn around and find the answer somewhere else. Yeah. And that's what people still comment today. I mean, even when I'm out at conferences or a customer meeting, they, when they call in, they're amazed because it's the actual person that answers the phone and they're kind of like taken back because they're expecting press one for press two, press, you know, three, and you mm -hmm. go through the wheel. They're like, a person answered on the second ring or on the first ring. I'm like, yep, that's the way it happens. And it really <laughs> makes a big difference with people. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. Red, let me, let me switch gears a little bit because, again, since I'm wearing, I, I had to find it. Well, it might be a Hawaiian shirt since I'm at the beach. And, again, the Dolphins, no haters now, but this is the only <laughs> I could find. Let's, uh, you know, we know you well, but let's bring this around a little bit to our, to our audience and, and help them to get a little bit of a, more of a glimpse into your side hustle because, uh, uh, as we can all see, there's more to you than meets the eye. So why don't you explain a little bit uh, uh, about you and, let's just say, your North Pole friends, comrades, as to what that's all about. So well, the cool thing about being a uh, – Real bearded professional Santa is that uh, I started this in 2002, got volunteered at church. Somebody said, you'd make a great Santa. I looked at my wife. I said, I guess I can do that. I can say ho, ho, ho. But I said, I don't have a suit. I don't have the beard. What are we going to do? And said, oh, we've got that all for you. So no sooner did I said yes, and then also came with a script for the kids scared me to death. I had, I, I was going to ad lib ho, 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 and everything was going to be fine, but I had to learn a script right on the spot. And, uh, so anyway, it was, uh, a shocker, but when I finished the kids eyes were all about size of silver dollars. And I told my wife, I am so doing this because the feeling you get from it is amazing. But, uh, we do, uh, I do home visits. Corporate parties, yep. Um, individual things, and just sometimes just drive around in my wife's red convertible Mustang and wave at people. <laughs> I've been in that Mustang with you, and I tell you, the Mustangs <laughs> are incredible. I mean, incredible. It's really fun. It's yeah. You know, we have uh, while I'm in that Mustang, I have more Santa drive-bys, what we call them, of taking please yeah. I'll be out on the freeway or highway and I'll see a car in my peripheral. They'll pull up and back down, pull up and back down. And, uh, and when I look over at them, wave at them, there are, there's no less than three or four phones in there taking pictures. Yeah. So uh, you're, you're a Snapchat legend and you didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For, for those, uh, Behind the scenes this morning, we started this conversation. My daughter was here, and I, I, I may have grabbed her and let her talk to Santa for a minute. And uh, <laughs> there, there's nothing like it for a three- or four-year-old oh. to be able to talk to Santa, especially in these off times. Like, I'm not just talking – I'm not talking COVID. I'm sure anyone wasn't even thinking about that. I'm talking more like summer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've seen we've seen uh, red at 
at Walmart before and, and, um, you know, he whips around and all of a sudden, um, you know, that little trip to Walmart on a Tuesday night is, is a, is a special day. So I can't imagine what that's like for you Ed, uh, as you move forward. So talking about that, I, I'll tell you one thing I miss is almost every year I've asked Red to do something, you know, for my little ones, uh, whether it was a video or, or um, you know, a, a call or a picture or something like that. And Red, I know that's something that um, you've done for a lot of people, like you said, not, not including home visits and all the the busy schedule of, of November and December that you keep, but what are some things now that now that you're stepping away from EWN and be able to really focus on on you and what are some of the things both for obviously for what you're doing, you know, with, as Santa, but also just as you personally, what are what are some of the things that excite you as you move in to this? Well, in, uh, in, the, in the purview of Santa. Um, it's going to open me up for more school visits. And uh, we talk about having to have crowd control when I walk in the room. <laughs> One of those things that you lose control of all of them. You know? It's kind of like when Jim walks into a conference. <laughs> very similar, very similar. We have to have a handler that walks with him. Um, but we, we've cut his hair during quarantine in hopes that that'll, uh, you know, stymie some of that, but it's very similar. Uh, we, we might have stymied it a little bit, but it's ready to break out. So, so Red, as, as we transition, or we, you know, us too, EWM, um, <laughs> without you, no, but as, as you look ahead into this new kind of section of life, uh, walking into retirement here in the next couple of days, you know, part of what I'll miss is, is those, personal messages and things that that I know you've always done for me and my kids and as you as you look ahead both as Santa and as Red into your retirement what are some of the things that excite you that you'll be able to kind of lean into a bit more on both sides of the coin now we're going to do some my wife and I are going to do a little bit traveling uh next month we're running down to it's not just a rundown but we're it's a pretty nice little drive down to Big Ben National, yeah. down yeah. in the uh, bottom part. I've never been down there, and uh, it's going to be a a double treat because I'm going to get to photograph the uh, Milky Way, and then one night they have the uh, the Perseids meteor showers going. Yeah. I think it's on the uh, 12th and 13th. Uh, it's going to be at its peak, and with all the dark sky around, I should be pretty successful with it. Yeah. And uh, you'll see some of those. I'll post some of those for y'all to see. But uh, the other thing, I've got a long-term project that I am taking uh, photographs from Vietnam. I was uh, in Vietnam. I, I picked up my, my shutter bug habit. Uh, like most of the guys that went over, we came back with, uh, I came back with cameras and a good stereo. And, uh, so it was uh, one of those things that it stuck. I've been doing a lot of photography over the years in different places, but um, we're looking forward to some of those chances to get out and, you know, call some friends in Fort Worth and Dallas and say, hey, let's get together for lunch. Yeah. 
never enough time to see the friends you've got. And I've got them scattered all over the Metroplex and some up north. My kids live uh, in, my daughter lives in Chicago and my son lives in Boise. And uh, we've got a couple of major road trips planned for that. And I got cousins interspersed all the way around. <laughs> yeah, got a lot of work to do to catch up with everybody. It's, yeah, it's gonna be that. Red, what about what about the Santa side of your life? What what are you excited about leaning into there? Um, one of the things I it's a project that I've had in the back of my mind for a very long time is, uh, and I've tested it uh, in a couple of places. Um, there's a personalized video from Santa, and the way it's going to be set up is the the. Uh, Parent will give me a little bit of information, one good and one bad, one 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 good and one that needs improvement. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. And uh, I will personally address to them. And yeah. what that does is Santa is on TV talking to them, yeah. and personally talking to them. The I've seen some other animatronic type things or there's one guy that I've seen that's got a beard and mustache that covers his mouth, so you can't see what he's saying. But this is going to be one of those things. I'm probably I hope I get to test it out this season okay. and that done. I've already gone out and purchased an old banker's desk, so Santa's going to be sitting at his desk working with his quill pen on the naughty nice list. Awesome, red kids. Let me just ask you a question. I just want to make sure for our viewers too that are maybe interested in that. Will your LinkedIn have the information going forward for all of them? I'll be I'll be put it in. I'll put it updates in LinkedIn, and then uh, I also have a website. Okay. A, a Santa Red site. It's it's uh, SantaRed.net. All right, SantaRed.net. Yes, and. Um, just gonna, it, it's going to be a blast. And I'd like to get back to school. Uh, in 2010, uh, we took a long weekend and went to Santa school. Oh, up, I heard about that. Yeah, up in Midland, Michigan. Yeah, yeah. And so it's been about 10 years since I've been up there. So on one of our road trips, they do it every October, uh, maybe next year for uh, a break, go up there. And you can imagine... I think they've grown. There was uh, probably 30 or 40 of us 10 years ago. And now I think the last one they had, they had almost 150 Santas. So this Midland, Michigan is a small town. So we almost take over this little town. and Everybody looks like I do. <laughs> Will you do oh. us a favor and take some pics of that and post them so we could uh, share in the uh, joy? Oh, sure. I've got pictures from the last one. And uh, I'll, I'll. It must feel like you walked into the Matrix or something. There's a glitch in the Matrix, and <laughs> yeah. looks the same. It has yeah. to be a funny thing. Well, hey, Jim, Red. Jim, you yeah. want to take us home? Yeah, let me. Well, um, I just one uh, final thought, Red. I just want you know you're retiring. You have a wealth and years of experience and such. Just in a few words before I, I take us out, but um, do you have any words of advice for our generations that are coming into our workforce now? Uh, anything that you want to share with them? You know, just a brief words of words of wisdom from Santa. 
And, and yeah, and Red, I would even angle that further to, to your colleagues, your current colleagues and your future colleagues. <laughs> and, and, and I don't think you'll ever technically retire. You'll be part of that family for a long time. No, uh, no but, I'll, be a, I'll be a EWN family for, for life. Um, crossover. But um, advice to the, to the young ones, especially the, the kids out of high school, um, if you get the opportunity, try to get some trade skills done. Um, we tend to focus a lot on uh, video games and that sort of thing, which are not bad. But uh, if you're going to do those things, learn how to make them. Yeah. You know, there's there's an excellent uh, career in doing the 3D stuff that builds those uh, games and if you've been a gamer all through your high school, junior high and high school years, that's a natural fit for you. Yep. Job opportunities everywhere, all the way from the the Disneyland to or Disney people to uh, just down to the local mom and pop shops. But as far as for people coming into Energy World Net in the future, come in and prepare to just be amazed at the people that you're going to be working with. Because it's like I said earlier on, I don't know what formula the Hornbacks put together when they set this up, but we are all matched so well. And I think James and Jim, you both understand what I'm talking about. We just, absolutely, we're a big family. Uh, we won't let people be unsocial. You know, <laughs> we want an option. <laughs> no, so not. If, if you're unsociable, then we put you in a room with Jim for 24 hours, <laughs> we lock the door, and then you come out social. You know? Or crazy, either one. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, Red. Red, yeah. I think you and I share, you know, we immediately bonded. There's a couple of things that we bonded on. Number one is we're birthday buddies. Yeah. Uh, funny enough, we share the exact birthday a few years apart, but yeah, uh, a couple. <laughs> uh, but then the other is uh, we both had a passion for design. And so yeah. I echo what you said about a skill. Every opportunity in my life came, if I trace it all back to the skills I learned, whether I, when I was a developer or when I was a, de when I designed. And mm -hmm. they created those opportunities. Now, they may have been opportunities that put me in leadership positions or, or got us seats at tables to, to have bigger conversations. But the core of it came down to those trade skills. So um, I'm not formally trained, but I am a product of that very thing you said. So I can't echo that enough to so many people. Um, Red, I, I want to thank you. Now, I know Jim will... This is the new handshake, by the way, if, if, especially in the virtual world. Yep. Uh, I have nothing but respect for you, Red. I wish you all the well-being and all the, the fruitful retirement that you can, can bear. Uh, and Thank I you. hope that you wake up on that first morning uh, excited and not going, man, what am I going to do? Because <laughs> well, that's a struggle some days, too, for people. But... Um, I won't have to worry about that. I've got a, a list, an long honeydew list from my wife. No doubt about it. He's going to keep me busy. Yep. Absolutely. Jimmy, any well, 
Yep, I, I, I want to yeah, just continue on with what James is saying. Red, best of luck to you. Uh, we love you. Thank you. We miss you. The best of luck to you. We want all of our viewers to connect with you on LinkedIn. Uh, even if somebody needs just a little Santa cheer up or a special project or whatever, again, Red Shaw, do connect with him. And on behalf of James and I, for all of our friends out there and our new friends and our old friends, if you want to come on the show and spend some time with us, we would love to have you. Just send us a message, connect with us. Um, uh, we're looking forward to many, many, many more episodes of Coffee with Jim and James as you folks out there have made this the success it is today. So we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for that. Please take care, stay safe. God bless you. God bless our industry. And we will see you next week on Coffee with Jim and James. Take care. Thank you for watching.